Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with us today because we have a very special guest with us. Today we have with us Mr. Ian Tolson. He is the creator of the podcast Successful Solutions. He's been doing this for four years. He went from being homeless to not only owning a home, but also helping other people transform their lives by helping them change their habits. And his podcast is dedicated to helping people change their habits the way that he did and in many different ways so that they can make their lives so much better. I cannot wait to talk to him today and hear his story. But before we get started, we do have a message from our sponsor. Staying motivated takes work. If you don't work on your motivation, you become unmotivated. Get reconnected with that little voice because that is our stability. That is our, that's our own personal GPS system that will guide us through and help us weather any storm. You know, the reason why law of attraction and hypnosis, I believe, works so well together is because, you know, hypnosis can help you with any of the deficiencies that you may have. How are you going to spend those few years that you have here on the planet? Are you going to make a masterpiece of your life or are you just going to let life happen to you? Listen to these stories and more on the Motivational Voice Podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Motivational Voice Podcast. All right. Well, I want to welcome you guys today, and I am so excited to have Mr. Ian Tolson here, the creator of Successful Solutions, the podcast that helps you transform your lives. Welcome to the show today, Ian. Hey there, Melissa. You're great at this. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you because you have an amazing story, Mm -hmm. and I know that you are helping other people to transform their lives, and that's what this podcast is all about, is helping people to improve their lives one day at a time, one step at a time, and it sounds like you have so many similar things that um, you kind of teach people in your own podcast. But before we get started talking about successful solutions, I would love if you would just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you went from being homeless to now creating your own podcast. Yeah, so it was an interesting journey. There were a few phases in my life where I got onto drugs growing up and some of it was prescribed to me as a kid. Some of it was later on chosen to be on street drugs. And it was really there that I found my downfall start to arise and come about because when I got onto the drugs, I noticed that looking at myself, that I started to make worse decisions. And this was everything from wanting to drop out of school and then move into another state and then become homeless and start to do more drugs. And I never saw it really helping me in the long run. I mean, I ended up getting, starting to smoke cigarettes, starting to drink. And if I would have stayed 
in Colorado, I would very much think that if I continued that lifestyle, I probably wouldn't be around because <laughs> it wasn't helpful. It wasn't healthy. I mean, there were times where I would go and people would just look at me and be like, you look hungry. And that's not the most rewarding feeling to have someone else tell you that, that, that doesn't even know you. Right. Yeah. And so in my viewpoint, I started off in not so great, great of shape when I got into these drugs and then also with the, the previous years of drugs that were more prescribed to me. And it was just this downward spiral that kept on going. And fortunately, after I lost a very dear loved one in my life, I was given a call by a government program called Job Corps. And they said, I was in Montana at the time, and they said, we want you to come out to Utah and, and get some education. And the family member that I had lost was very insistent about saying, I want you to get more education as well. So interestingly enough, the after the time I left that person to get this call was literally a 45 minute difference. I mean, if we call anything an act of fate, that was probably one of them more than any of the other ones that I could have had in my life. Yeah. And so pretty incredibly, I was fortunate enough to go out to this program. I learned a trade skill. And from there, that was the very, very, very beginning of how I started this transitional phase in my life. And part of the reason that I feel that helped me succeed was that I was able to get into a different location I was able to make new friends. I was able to focus on a goal in my life because previously I had no goal. I wasn't going anywhere. My, I had a, basically a dead end job in my opinion and things weren't really moving in the way that I could see a good future for myself. And so getting into Job Corps and going into this educational facility was the absolute best thing for me because the one thing I also didn't want was to be around a entire town of people who knew how this loved one had passed away and getting calls and people talking with me about it. You know, it was just not a very healthy thing. So going out into Utah was the best thing for me at the time. And from there, I learned a trade skill. It gave me a goal and I completed the program with flying colors. I ended up getting certificates of completion. And from there, I was able to say, okay, my next step in life is not going to go back to Montana, but I'm going to continue my education in Colorado. And funny enough, Colorado was also the place that I ended up becoming homeless. And so circle back, I have a very different mindset in life. I go into Colorado where I continue my education, not as to learn how to lay bricks, but getting more into welding. I finish that program, getting more certificates. And it's having those accomplishments build in your life that say, okay, you know, I am capable of completing things. I am able to get through things and to give yourself evidence or to show yourself that you can accomplish something is more important than the other things that you see through life that maybe someone says something negative to you and you want to give up, or you don't want to continue doing something because you dislike a certain aspect to it, you know, getting through those phases where you can say, I accomplished something and you can see your results are the best ways to give yourself feedback that you can do more of those things. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um, 
and I, I say this in my book that I wrote was you have to celebrate all of those little achievements, even if sometimes it's so little, like for me, if I remember to walk into the room with a dish in my hand, put it in the sink and I come back in the other room and I don't have the dish in my hand anymore, that's a big deal because half the time I walk into the room, forget why I walked into the room and I come back out and I'm like, why was I even in that room? So I joke about that, but it's so true. Your accomplishments, no matter how small you may think they are, are really important and you really have to celebrate them. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I love it because there is another man that I did an interview with named Jimmy Roenick and that's what he talks about a lot of the time. I mean, he spent five years having to lose 200 pounds and his accomplishment was he, he found Tony Robbins at one point and just hearing some uplifting information of you can do it. I believe in you. You can do more was a win all by himself, you know, not eating the, that one thing was a win for him. And that's how he really had to look at it. You kind of just ignore the losses and you, you either win or you learn and you just keep going forward from there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's amazing because, you know, you talk about how on your podcast, you help people change habits. And I love that you use that phrasing because it's so true. We think of habits or people tend to think of habits as being something bad, like, oh, I have a bad habit. I, you know, I bite my nails or I, I smoke or I do this and that's a bad habit, but habits don't have to be bad. They're just something that you do continuously over time. And those little things that you do, the, the little ways that you change your life, even just maybe changing the way you talk to yourself or the way you think about yourself, that adds up to a big thing because I'm sure that the person who had to lose 200 pounds, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment, but I'm sure at first it was something as simple. It started with you know, thinking I can do it, I can walk around the block, or I can avoid that one food that I know I have a hard time avoiding. It's those little things that add up. And I think people, I think what we get away from is people think you have to have this huge accomplishment all at once, but your life is kind of living proof that it's the little things that you continuously do over and over again that really add up to big successes. Yeah, that's completely true. The one analogy I love that falls in line or agrees with that is that when you're accomplishing something or you're looking at your life presently, I mean, if you look at where your life is going and you continue doing those same things, you're basically going to walk on this pathway and you're probably not going to encounter too many problems as it is. And considering where you are in life currently. You know, when I when I think of people, they're probably sitting in a comfort comfortable level, they're in their comfort zone. There's there's nothing too much out of their way that would make it hard for them to live this different lifestyle or anything like that. But when you're talking about these small little changes, maybe it's speaking better about yourself, maybe it's picking up the dish and just taking it to the sink cuz that's I also pay attention to that stuff, you know. It's like if you can just move an item closer to where it needs to go, you're that much closer to completing a project. And that's huge, <laughs> you know? So when you're, when you're making those small little changes, when you're trying to work on these little adjustments, you're, you're going to have the difference between staying on the same pathway that you are, that's in the same forest that you've lived through and lived in for so many years, 
And, or it's the difference between getting on a different pathway, which you might encounter some boulders. You might have to walk over something. You might have to dig through something that you didn't want to do before, but at the end of it, you'll be on Mount Everest. You know, you have this very different lifestyle just from making these small changes that will in the long run really impact your life. And I want to preface this because I feel like People oftentimes, if they don't see a result fast enough or they don't accomplish something soon enough, they just give up. But realistically, that is at that point when you're starting to potentially see those changes, when you're starting to get to the point where you look back and you're like, oh, I made some progress. Wow, that was really great. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people give up way too soon. And it's the little things that you see and it's important to celebrate those little wins because that's the motivation. And I always tell people, you may not be where you want to be, but look back and look at where you were six months ago. You know, I'm not there. So how did, because I know you started getting your life back on track again. How did you decide to start this podcast, Successful Solutions? You know, it started because I was taking a course on it many about two years before i officially started it the i i knew that reaching people via podcast was probably one of the best ways to help others and from there i started learning courses and for the first two years i was just getting the information and comprehending it and putting the pieces together and after a certain point i did my first interview with a gal named Taylor Mack, who is just fantastic. And I didn't even know if I was recording at the time. I mean, I, I was like, I just really hope this works. I don't know if this is going to work or not. You know, it was yeah. kind of just one of those moments that when you have your first one, it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, things really escalated. And I was able to get on some amazing guests. I was able to connect with people in a totally new way that I had never been able to talk with somebody before. And it was just so empowering to be able to reach out to some phenomenal people and hear their stories and also change myself because after I get these new perspectives from other people, it really helps me see things in a different light. You know, I mean, I did a, I have an editor. I mean, let me say that again. I have a episode that's going to be coming out on a police officer. And before I talked with her, I had a very negative viewpoint on the police. And after I had talked with them, when after I had talked with her and got her viewpoint, because she was a, an officer for, I think she said 27 years, that I really understood where they're coming from and why they act the way they do. And I don't have this almost grudge against them anymore. So that was really empowering. Just it, just that one thing. And, and the, a lot of the episodes I find, I try to harness something like that. That's going to really help somebody else out, either changing their viewpoint, understanding their own circumstances are maybe better than where they, they thought they were, or giving them a different viewpoint to say, Hey, you know, I should be grateful for what I do have, because that's a big part and change and seeing yourself, or if it's just giving them person the right information to be able to make the right decisions in the right direction. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I think um, just having your eyes open to other people's points of view is a really, really good thing too, because we tend to, I think, think that everyone thinks like us. 
And that's a fallacy. Most people don't think like we do at all. So to hear other people's viewpoints, you know, this is why I act the way I do, or this is why things are the way they are. I think that's really an important thing to gain. I mean, just learning, gaining knowledge is always just such a good thing. A hundred percent. I mean, when you go through the day and the end of the day, and you're looking at yourself and if you didn't learn anything that day, then you, where do you find yourself? You know, you're probably going to be staying on the same path that you were the day before, but the beautiful thing is the, I've never really found myself to be an incredibly intelligent, gifted person that is just handed life. And I just pick it up and I'm like, Oh, everything's fantastic. I know so many more people who are way more gifted, way more, more intelligent than I am. But the thing that I see, if I did have a gift at all, it was the ability to continue learning and understanding and having a natural curiosity about life. And in the long run, I have seen the kids in school that were in the higher classes and they were doing better than I was and they had these natural gifts. And over time, they got involved with drugs. And in the long run, I just see that they're going to plateau or hit this, this level where they're not going to be able to get to this next level, you know, and, and that's where I've been able to make my, my strides is more in the long run. And, and that's the hope I want to give somebody else. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have the, all the gifts. You don't have to be the top A student athlete that did the best in school. In fact, I don't think school is a very good example of what real life is like anyway. What really matters is how you show up and how you decide to have your attitude and how you decide to react to life. That's really going to push you to that next level. You don't need the perfect strategy in order to excel at life. You just need to know how to show up every single day and to put yourself in this viewpoint of, okay, I want to accomplish this thing over here, you know, and, and maybe not set the expectation too high, but really dial in on saying, okay, I want to push my life in this direction. I want to have these kinds of things in my life. I want to be able to help myself move in this positive, beneficial manner. And I think that's the way you can win. If you just show up every day and you try a little bit, even if it's for five minutes, you know, we have 24 hours in the day, you spend eight hours sleeping, who knows how many hours working, spend five minutes out of your lunch break, out of your dinner, before you go to bed, when you wake up on yourself, magnify that by 10 years, you're going to be in a very different space. Yeah, I love looking at it that way. And it reminds me of a conversation that I just had with my daughter this evening. Uh-huh. We're getting ready to go on vacation. And she said she had a, a counseling session and she said, I told her I'm so overwhelmed. I have so much anxiety. And the counselor was like, well, why are you overwhelmed? What's going on? She said, well, I'm a procrastinator and I have to get ready for this trip. So now I have so many things to do. I have to do laundry. I have to pack. I have to do this. And her counselor said, okay, well, stop looking at it like that. Stop looking at the whole mountain, break it down step-by-step. Like what's okay. So you're making a schedule. So tomorrow you're going to get up at 10 AM and you're going to put in a load of laundry. And then at this time, you're going to fold the laundry and then you're going to pick out what you're going to wear on your trip. So she broke it down for her so that it was in bite sizes. And which is, I think where a lot of people, um, 
I don't know if I want to say miss the boat, but we don't understand that you don't have to do everything all at one time. You can just take it one step at a time and you look at one little thing you can do and you're right. You do have 24 hours in a day. If you take five minutes for yourself to find something that you're going to do to improve your life, whether it's I'm just going to walk for five minutes or I'm going to journal for five minutes or I'm going to do a meditation for five minutes, that would add up to a lot of things in the long run. So I love that you phrase it in that way. I think that's super helpful. Oh, I'm glad. (laughs) And hopefully it helps somebody else out too. You know, that's the biggest thing that uh, when I coached people is what, how is this going to help you? How is this going to improve your life? Like I only have so much time with you. I have a vast amount of knowledge at this point on specific things that can help you. But if I can just impinge two or three concepts into you that you really get and really stick with, that's what matters. You know, I really want to make an impact on somebody else's life. And, and the truth be told, you can bring a horse to water. You can't force it to drink as we know. So anyone who's willing and is interested in learning and understanding, I just think that's the best thing in the world. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the first step is you have to have someone who's willing to want to learn more because you're, I coach people too. And I've had so many times where I've had coaches who, uh, people, clients I've worked with, where you say, you know, these things will help you if you follow these steps. And then you get back together with them, like, did you do that? And they're like, no. And it's like, okay. And it's true. It's like, you can only do so much. You can't really do the thing for other people, but you can give them a lot of useful tips. And I love that. And I love that your podcast is devoted to that. So I would love for you to tell us maybe who you have, uh, who you think are some of your most interesting guests that you've had on your show. Yeah. Other than Jimmy, I would say a woman named Ashley, I hope I pronounced her name correctly, DeLello. She went through two almost life-ending situations that totally had to make her change her whole viewpoint on life. I mean, imagine being 13 and the doctor's telling you you're going to die. Like, one of the most upsetting things that you could probably ever imagine, right? And so she would sit there in her bed at night just staying awake as long as she could because she didn't know if she'd get tomorrow. And after she lived white like that for a few years and she got through that really emotional and traumatic sort of event for her, because I could only imagine being in that state, (laughs) you know, um, that she was so grateful to be able to get through her life and her day. And she pretty much just is thankful every minute that she gets, because in a way, in her viewpoint, I feel as though she could probably think with its borrowed time, you know, I was able to get this time in my life. And then in addition to that, she had another very life-threatening situation come up where the, the difference before was she had kids and a husband and a, a full-on life and people were depending on her. So what she really found was that the skills that she had acquired earlier in her life with the first very traumatizing event, she was able to then use in this life traumatizing event. And I just love the, the phrase, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor because 
It's so true. I mean, if your whole life, like I said, going through the forest and nothing really changes and you stay in your comfort zone and everything, you're pretty much living on a smooth sea. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be all right. But you'll never gain the skill sets and attitude and knowledge that would really help you get towards certain things that you would be and otherwise in your uncomfort zone in this uncomfortable level. So pushing yourself beyond where you are currently is always going to be that level of I'm making change, I'm making progress, I'm making a use out of out of something. And the other thing I'd love to add to that is sometimes unlearning information is probably one of the most useful skills because we get certain information thrown at us through life. There is so much information out there. And I feel like having misinformation can be sometimes a devastating thing because if you're trying to learn something, but you have this misinformation over here, you're not going to be able to progress past that level. And so if you stay within this misinformed idea and maybe it's someone who lied about somebody else or you misheard something some gossip that wasn't true and then you never talk to this one person because you heard that one thing and you never are open to speaking with them and maybe they would have been your best friend you know it totally makes a difference if there's misinformation or the right information so i just love the idea of just gaining more knowledge and the right knowledge and applying it to your life because it, there is a lot of good information out there and when you can find it and use it in your life, that's when you can really start pushing yourself into these new levels of, of existence where you maybe you're not getting into arguments anymore. Maybe you're not having frustrations that you were having before. This problem that was just always going on, maybe you read this one book at one point in time and that information applies to that. And that's when you can get to those new states. And so I just really encourage also to read the get an easy dictionary and just learn words if you can just learn words i would just say that's one of the most powerful things you can do because has anybody ever looked up the word a before or and or two you know it makes a big difference when you can just know those simple words it's made a big difference in my life i mean a long day refers to an amount of time like i i know that but like being able to really identify it like that, it makes the biggest difference in the world. I believe in can also have a similar definition. If you say in, in the 1900s, it's also referring to an, a certain amount of time or a certain time frame. And I just love that, you know, just, and then when, and then when you hear it in sentences or when people are saying things, you're like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> you're right though, because there's so much that gets misconstrued because people don't understand what the meaning truly is or, also the unlearning when you talk about that i immediately think of people and their limiting beliefs that they have learned or picked up about themselves along the way that they take as truth really are not truth you know and a big one i know for a lot of people that i work with is that worth thing right i'm worthy or even it comes down to finances because people think like i can't have it all because i have to work hard for my money and there's a certain amount that comes in and it's not really true. It's just what we've told ourselves. Like there's no limit to what you could do, but we limit ourselves by what we think is possible, but the universe is infinite and anything is possible, but we have to be willing to let go of those ideas that we've been, well, it's really been ingrained in our brains, like etched in there and, you know, since childhood, because we learn all of these things, who we are, 
where we are in society, all of that you learn from a very young age just by observing what's going on around you. And you're absolutely right. If we didn't take on those ideas, if we didn't rely on other people to define who we are, what could we accomplish? How much more could we accomplish? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I completely agree with you on those levels because it it's just wonderful that you have that viewpoint as well. And it's so cool that we're able to connect on this level and talk about these things because I feel like this this kind of things can really help somebody else out and it can make a big difference for someone in the long run. And I think that's the most empowering thing in the world, you know, is just today isn't just done, you know, you can go out there and you can gain some more information and really push yourself to having a better life. And I think that's really what is a good thing to strive for. It's not just about solving problems. It's not just about trying to argue with someone. It's not just about like getting that next fix or anything. I mean, if you can really improve your life, then I think that's the best thing in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And so I know that you have a lot of really interesting guests on your show that provide inspiration and motivation for people and really speak to how anyone who wants to change their life can start changing their life through these little changes that you make every day throughout your day, those little habits that we you know, can start doing not a bad habit, but good habits we can pick up on and continuously do to improve our lives. So how often do you publish a, a new episode? To be honest, I publish once a month. And part of, part of that has to do with giving myself enough time to work on the episode because I do everything. I do the recording, I do the editing, I do the producing. And I'm also getting starting to work on YouTube as well. So I'm keeping my schedule of producing once a month to have an episode go out on all my normal formats, but then also working on getting an episode out on YouTube as well. So it's all a work in progress. <laughs> and I think that's incredible because a lot of people don't realize how much work actually goes into a podcast. I think a lot of people think like you just hit record and you just start talking and it's great and you publish. And I know that I've talked to a lot of people who started podcasts and they're like, I thought this was going to be easy. <laughs> and <laughs> as you have to laugh at that, because there's nothing easy about it. It's rewarding and it's fun, but it's a lot of work too with the editing and everything that you have to do and advertising and all of that, unless, you know, you're a gazillionaire can hire people to do it. Most yeah. people can't. For most people, it's a passion project and it's something that they do and they start because they want to help people and they want to change the world in some small way. And it does, uh, I believe everything that you're doing is like a ripple effect. You know, you think that maybe you're just throwing a small pebble out there, but it makes a huge wave that then turns into even more little waves in the water. And one person that you touch turns around to touch someone else. So mm -hmm. you've created this ripple effect by putting yourself out there and showing up so that the universe can use you to uh, raise the consciousness of the collective. And I think that's an amazing thing. So thank you for doing that. Whoa, that was deep. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, my pleasure. I, I'm, I'm more than happy to help and I'm more than happy to be a part of this and to be on your show as well. This has been fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. So if people are out there listening and they want to, you know, awaken more of their awesomeness by finding successful <laughs> solutions, how can they uh, follow you or catch your podcasts? 
You know, I would say if they went over to iantolson.com, just www.iant as in Tom, O-L-S-O-N as in Nick.com, that would probably be one of the best ways to get more information and also get podcast episodes sent out to them along with other helpful tips. I have an ebook on habits over there. So it's, uh, like you said, a passion project of mine and it's a labor of love. And it's something that is so rewarding as well, because when you get that one success story from somebody where you, they say you helped me in this way or that way, it means a huge, it means the biggest thing in the world because you've just poured all of this time, effort, and energy into something. And for someone to reciprocate how it helped them back is just so meaningful. And it's true you create this ripple effect and you get to inspire someone just a little bit. And maybe that is the one thing they needed to hear at that moment in time, which completely impacts their life long-term, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. And um, I'm going to have your website link in the show notes too. So people can click directly there. So you don't have to worry about trying to write it down or anything, especially if you're driving, don't do that. Um, (laughs) Wait and come home later and just click directly on the website link. Um, I have to ask you one more thing before we go. Yeah. Let's say that there's someone out there listening today who maybe feels like they're at the lowest point in their life. And, you know, we've Mm -hmm. all been there. Uh, at some point or another struggles happen struggles are inevitable because that is what teaches us and we wouldn't change or be anywhere if we didn't have to go through struggle if there's someone out there really really struggling at their lowest point what maybe words of wisdom or something positive what would you tell that person out there listening great question i'm going to give you a very upfront answer about this. And I don't know if everyone's going to like it, (laughs) but I would highly encourage anyone who is on any type of medication, mind altering medication that they might be on to get off of it and to try to find a safe way to get off of it. Because I was on mind altering medications. I've seen other people who are in mind altering medications and I didn't see any benefit from it. Anyone who tells you that you have ADD, ADHD, um, or anything along those lines, I just want to make a really big point that those quote unquote diseases are not true. And that if you look more into it, they don't actually have any backing behind what they're saying other than they got in a room and talked about it. And that's just not me saying that. If you look at videos for it, they exist. And if you listen to Gary Brecka, who is a human biologist for over 31 years, he talks about it. And he, in his interviews, he mentions how he can't wrap his mind around it because if you look at the entire body genome for all of your DNA, there isn't anything on there that says ADD or ADHD. It just doesn't exist. So to give someone a mind altering drug that doesn't affect any, that doesn't actually cure any of those things that were mentioned about doesn't logically make sense. And this is like a biologist who's been doing it for 31 years professionally. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that that's not just me saying that. So 
there are ways to get off of them. Um, reach out to me directly if you want help with that. I can point you in the right direction and give you the right help with that. There are vitamins and supplements that you can take, which will definitely enhance your life and can help you have the right mindset. And if you're wanting to be happy, then like the, the thing I love that Gary Brecka talks about when he says it, it's like, if you're taking something for an antidepressant for 20 years or 10 years or five years or two years, like, wasn't it supposed to kick in already? <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're still upset, if you're still having stress, if you're still having anxiety and it's still not working, like when did, when did you think it would start working? Right. Because I remember when I was on antidepressants and these other things, it's like, it didn't actually make me happy. It just made me, there's so many side effects. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, you're, you're like trying to get this one thing, but you're dealing with all these negative side effects. It just doesn't, it doesn't add up. So, um, I don't know if that's going to upset or offend anybody or anything on that level, but in all reality, I think it's more important to hear that. And to, if you're coming across this, I have this other information that says otherwise, then I think that's coming back to my earlier point about, you know, learning new information and unlearning certain information, because I can say from personal experience, I can say from other people's professional experience, I can say from my, from other professional references that it isn't some taking mind altering medications, antidepressants, Ritalin, all that kind of stuff, ADD drugs, ADHD drugs, they're not really going to help someone in the long term. In fact, I have seen more damage done than beneficial things. So I hope that wasn't too much, but I hope it helps too. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate you being honest about your own experience because I've, I've mentioned before that I really, um, I believe more in the holistic approach to medicine um, and have learned that, especially um, my mom had cancer and passed away. And when we were going through the whole process of her getting treatment, I saw the way the treatment affected her and it was awful. And so I, since then, have just decided like I'm always going to seek alternative treatments to different things and like I had high cholesterol so they want my doctor immediately was like we're gonna put you on cholesterol medicine and I said no I want to do some research and you know um and changing the diet would be one thing that would work but it was hereditary in my case you know that we just mm. it happened in the family so I started doing essential oils and I actually started taking this omega oil that doTERRA has and I like swear by doTERRA oils <laughs> that's but, great but um, I took that and the level actually went down. Wow. And it was no like medication, medication, just doing that and being a little conscious of what I eat too. But mm. um, my brother did the same thing. They had him on cholesterol medication and all of a sudden he started having pain everywhere to the point that they thought he had some kind of like neurological disorder, like Whoa. something. Yeah, we were all just astounded like what is going on like he's this healthy person he's in his 40s and he took started he got off the medicine because my dad was a nurse and he said are you taking this medication he said stop taking that wow. and then he started taking the it's the omega e i think by doTERRA but he started taking those capsules because i told him i was i'm like i'm taking these so he started taking it he went to the doctor and his cholesterol level had dropped significantly just after being on that so I totally agree with what you're saying because <laughs> um, I've seen both cases too. You know, I've seen where um, medicine can have a negative effect because I don't think we do enough studies or anything like that on things that we 
just push on to people. So, um, and, and, you know, this is your opinion and my opinion. And if you don't agree with it, that's okay. You know, you have to take what resonates with you. You have to take what you believe. So if I say something you don't agree with, that's totally okay. You just have to seek your own truth and go with that. And I've always felt that way. So thank you for sharing that experience though, because I think that is really important for people to hear. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> for being here with us today and sharing your journey because it's an amazing story and you've definitely been through a lot. And I really love that in your podcast, Successful Solutions, you're helping other people to overcome their obstacles and to live their best life. So thank you for being here and sharing your story with us. Oh, my pleasure. This was a real delight speaking with you and being on your podcast. I know we had worked on getting on this together for a while. Yeah. And I'm so glad it finally worked out because I was like, I'm really looking forward to this with this topic that we're going to be talking about. So. Yeah, I'm so excited <laughs> to be here because, you know, we both have such busy lives. It's hard to connect sometimes. And I was like, okay, we've got to make this work. And then it finally, like the stars aligned and everything yeah. uh, worked out. So I'm really glad it did because I encourage you to go there, check out his website, check out his podcast. And he also has their ebook to help you with changing habits. So go check out all of that. And also, if you like this podcast, please subscribe, please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. The greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with others. Thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.